It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. It is the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann today. Discussion all about education. It appears to be a problem we just cannot solve in this province. Recently, while South Africa faces deepening literacy crises, teachers in Makanda are battling with overcrowded classrooms. Along with those come disciplinary issues and various other socioeconomic ills. And it seems to be a battle that teachers are really, really having to fight uphill in order to win. We've got Vuyaseka joining us now, and she's the department spokesperson for the education department in the Eastern Cape. Vuyaseka, you're in a unique position to cast judgment on this matter, and you'll have information that we don't have. What do you make of the problem? How do we sort this out? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Darren, and the good morning to the viewers of Daily Dispatch uh, in the province and also in the country at large. Uh, I think, uh, Darren, the first thing that um, uh, perhaps we, we might need to, to, to raise is that one. Um, last year, the Department of Basic Education uh, nationally uh, received a study which said uh, South Africa as a country is amongst those uh, countries that have got a problem of learners that would reach grade 12 without them having a, a proper uh, reading uh, for meaning scale. And upon receiving that uh, presentation, uh, the Department of Basic Education in the Eastern Cape launched a program where it says a, a reading for meaning. And it had a specific focus uh, which is was grade four and the grade three and grade R. Hence, therefore, um, the policy that was pronounced by the president um, in 2019 to say uh, early child development must move from social development to education. It was because there was just a report that was uh, being presented by the DBE to say there's a problem of reading with meaning, not just a reading, but a reading with meaning. And we can say, after the moving of the function of early childhood development to uh, basic education, we are then going to be able to make an assessment of the reading for meaning plan strategy with a specific focus in the great R. Because when you talk of um, an output of grade 12, uh, as everyone else gets to be excited that uh, grade 12 has performed in this particular percentage, an understanding must be this has been a journey of 12 years. And if you are not having a great and a solid foundation at the early childhood development and subsequently at the grade R, it therefore means that you can expect better results when you are to reach grade 12. That's the first point. So we are the ones that came to the public and made uh, this uh, a, 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 a indication that we've got learners. They reach grade 12, they pass, they go to tertiary position, they acquire degrees, but reading for meaning is, is something that continues to be a challenge. And in the next five years that uh, is to come, we are to, to look at the output of the strategy. The second thing is that we are a province, we have accepted that we have a problem and a challenge of infrastructure. 
And as we have the challenge of infrastructure, that is why even the major difference that the MEC has had uh, just uh, two days back, uh, he did note that there are uh, schools that are going to be receiving um, uh, hostels as part of modifying and as part of transforming the education system in Eastern And two, there are a number of uh, close to seven schools that are going to be handed over in the province that uh, were built by the Department of Public Works as an agent of the Department of Education. And those schools are in the state of the art uh, in terms of their standards. And amongst those schools, it's schools um, that uh, cater for learners that have got disabilities. On the 26th of this month, uh, the MEC will be having awards in Hrens. And Hrens is one of the schools that were built by public works. And it's a school that is a state of the art that has got learners who have got uh, learning challenges, including autism. And I can also say that um, there is a program offered in one school in the province where they are going to be beautified uh, to do what we call face lifting. That is a few minor renovations that are happening in the world. Mm. And lastly, as you understand that when the socioeconomic conditions uh, in our own communities changes, such that there are more families that live uh, in poverty line, a uh, rate of crime and the break in, in our schools surely takes place. And that is why there is a number of 120 schools that were identified last year to be healthy. And the act of that act in 2017 has already been concluded in terms of facing or strengthening of those schools. And the, the special focus was on areas like uh, in the Nelson Mandela Metro, the northern areas, because of the crime profiling that is taking place in that area. And also uh, on the side of our people, even though all districts do have a fair, but the focus is on uh, points where, in terms of crime, the high rate uh, 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 reporting. And the last thing, uh, there is also a, a reality that when we talk of school process, uh, uh, you must then have a knowledge that our furniture uh, that is available in all, in, all, in all our schools. There's a number of 88 schools that is going to receive school furniture in this year. And that 88 is as a result of their own submission to the department because submission is done by schools. It's schools that define their own need to the department and the department then uh, respond to that. So in this uh, financial year, it's an 88 number of schools that are going to receive school furniture. And lastly, there's also an ICT rollout that is going to happen because you'd remember we had issued uh, tablets to our own learners, but what we also realized is that there are areas, uh, especially when you look uh, on the side of Chokabi, 
close to Alwal North and, uh, and on the area on the area that is close to Bloemfontein, and when you go to Alfredinzo on the area that is close to KZN, and when you go to Ortabo on the area that is close to Bivan, there's a serious problem of network there in terms of connectivity, and there is a network, uh, 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 an ICT rollout that is going to be done by the department where there are schools that are going to be connected um, uh, to the network using means that are going to be provided by the Department of Education. So in a nutshell, there are a lot of programs that are being done by the department and also there are a lot of projects that are directed to schools which are meant to uh, transform the education and make sure that uh, teaching and learning is taking place in a safe environment. Well, that was a rather extremely large nutshell that we got information into there. Minister, with all due respect, it sounds like just more talk, talk, and more meeting, meeting, and more process, process. We have heard these before. Why don't we just get to a position where our children can read when they're in grade four? That's, that's something which doesn't require too much money to be spent. It doesn't require too much upskilling. Surely we get the basics right, because it's a long, long time to wait for the results of these initiatives that you're outlining to us. No, no, I would, I would, I would, I would raise this with you, Darren, that term. Um, education is a process. That's the first point. And I would, I would raise this point with you that um, all what I'm saying is things that are happening currently. I'll tell you that last year, on the 4th of December, the MEC was in a particular school called Kebisa in, um, in Amtata, and that school was being transformed. And I can tell you today that here in BCM, there's a friend, uh, 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 school that is in the state of the art, and it is a work of government. And I can tell you that the 120 schools that the MEC pronounced for their fencing for them, 70 of those schools have reported that fencing has been concluded. And I can tell you that uh, in terms of um, the teaching and learning in the Eastern Cape, we are not just producing 73,3%. Uh, uh, we are producing quality. And that quality comes from the quality and the capacity that the teachers of the Eastern Cape have. And also, I can tell you that... Um, with the movement of early childhood development from social development to education, in a period um, of five years, you are going to see results because teaching is not an event of one day. It's a process. Now, the positive enough of moving that uh, function to education is not going to be seen next year. I must be honest on that. It's not going to be seen uh, the, the second year. It's going to be start to be seen in the third year because it is only then that you'll be having kids that you will be starting to assess at grade four. And I can also make this indication to you, Darren, that when it comes to when it comes to this year's uh, June examination, you are going to be dealing with people with learners that are a direct product of COVID-19. And what do I mean when I say so? You are going to be having a cohort of learners that are doing, that are going to be writing exams for the very first time after they would have uh, passed the standard five Because when they were doing grade, uh, grade 10, grade 11, they never wrote examination, final examination. 
they were doing uh, controlled tests, set assignments, and all that and all that because they were dealing with the trained curriculum. So you are dealing with a cohort that will be writing exams in June for the first time after a period of three years. So hence I'm saying that uh, learning in the basic education it's not an event of three years, uh, unlike in Kenya. It's a period of 12 years, and with that 12 years, when you're doing grade 12, it indicates the type of elitism development that we have had, and it indicates the type of grade R you have. If you have a grade R that is not mainstreamed, that has got no single tool of analysis, then it means when you are in grade 12, that's only then you know whether if you were just uh, having a group of learners that passed uh, either by miracle or not. And that's why, lastly, there's a discussion now in the Department of Education in the Eastern Cape to say, when a learner is leaving the exit grade, which is uh, grade uh, 9, there must be what is called a standardized tool of assessment. Uh, which when it was being uh, reintroduced as a discussion by the minister, many people uh, misconstrued that as a, a certificate which people can make them to drop it to grade a, 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 a nine, yeah. which is not the case. But the point is, for now, in the entire country, you don't have a single system that um, assess everyone is doing grade nine. So that by the time they go to grade 12, you are able to know that this is a kid that has passed grade 9, not only uh, in Uluazi Junior Secondary School, but that kid has passed grade 9 in South Africa because what he or she is answering in Eastern Cape is something that is also being answered in Cape and is something that is also being answered um, in Limpopo. So that is a, a, another way of trying to make sure that we are assessing all our learners by the time they reach grade 12, we know the quality and the capacity that we are uh, uh, having as a basket for, for grade 12. Would you agree the function of an education system is to produce bright, intelligent, hungry eyes that are going to inform on a better future for the country? Those are the people that we need to turn out to civil society to business, and also to their parents. Would you agree that's what we need to do? And if you do, do you think we are doing that? I, I would say we, we greatly need that. And I would, I would also add you to say we are uh, producing that uh, because you've got learners today that uh, would ask rituals in South Africa and go, and, broad, uh, and go abroad and study uh, medicine in Cuba and study uh, uh, in China and study in all other countries. And I can tell you today, the MEC uh, is in Greenpoint and uh, we're here to celebrate learners from Eastern Cape that have been awarded in a university, Lower Saxon University, for their own intelligentsia. So it therefore tells you uh, that in the Eastern Cape, we do have learners that are of international standard and they are being um, uh, identified even before they reach grade 12. Um, a month ago, we have had learners uh, that were coming from uh, OR Tambo that went to Mpumalanga to participate in a competition of robotics 
and they came there as, 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 as national champs. It therefore tells you that we do have great pockets of excellence in the province, and it therefore means that the education system is working, but more still needs to be done in terms of refining what we are producing at the early childhood development, at grade R, and ultimately what is it that can be produced as a tool to analyze, assess, and, 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 and quantify those that are doing grade 9. So that when they reach grade 10, we know that we are dealing with kids that are of international standard or we are dealing with kids that are of, in, uh, of national standard. And lastly, I can tell you, Darren, that uh, we are amongst the top two provinces in the country that produce the brightest stars when it comes to accounting. And I can tell you that when it comes to maths and physics, we are amongst the top three provinces that produce learners that go and study civil engineering, uh, that go and study uh, all those sophisticated uh, degrees in the society to be uh, the former model three universities, like uh, your Stellenbosch, your, 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 your UCT, and your, your UJ. If you go in those universities, you'll find that the people uh, that are studying um, medicine, that are studying geology, that are studying uh, all these sophisticated uh, uh, degrees. Most of them, they're coming from Eastern Cape. And even if I can make you a simple example and allow you an opportunity to do your own research, if you go to Nelson Mandela Metro, the learners that are there that are doing uh, medicine, you'll find that in many of them, they're coming from the most impoverished communities in the province. And they're coming from between quintile one, quintile two, quintile three, and they're coming from families of uh, what we, we the, the, what is being defined as destitute. But that does not make them not to have an ability to become uh, national uh, uh, learners in terms of their own intelligentsia, and that does not make them not to be international students. And I can tell you, come next year, 2024, we are going to produce, again, brightest stars in the Eastern Cape that are going to represent the province and national, that some of them are going to be picked by international universities to go there and study different courses. Well, Yuseki, we'll leave it there. I'm not sure Nelson Mandela University was a good example to use in that last uh, little chat with me. They gave me a degree, which means they'll give one to anyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, and we hope to catch up with you soon. Thank you very much for the space. Uh, we are humbled by the moment. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.